This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Scott Petrak joins us. Hello, Scott. Hey, Scotty. What's going on, guys? Uh, 11 o'clock. We missed you. What yeah, were you I doing? Was busy. I was busy. Yeah, you were busy. Uh, anything stick out to you? The one thing that I, I thought, should I interpret this any which way? When, uh, when Dorsey was asked about Deshaun and unscripted plays and stuff, and he said, sometimes it's, this is just the way we do things. And that's the way it is. I thought, okay, sounds like there's going to be a meeting of the minds somewhere down the road here. Yeah, that was interesting. I mean, you know, he talked a lot about Deshaun and getting him back to playing at an elite level and, you know, how the how his time with the, or uh, Cam Newton and Josh Allen translates, you know. So I thought all that was interesting. But you're right. The thing about the scripted plays, I mean, he just said in general there's things that are, you know, non-negotiables, right, that this is how we do them, and you got to accept that. And I think that makes sense. But he also said, you know, we talk to our quarterbacks, we listen to them, we take their input. Uh, you know, I think the, I think that Deshaun, not like in the scripted place, like to me that's crazy. Like, what you know, you practice these plays, right? That's what you spend the week doing. You have these fifteen plays or twenty plays, like those should be your bread and butters. I don't understand, and we obviously haven't had a chance to talk to Watson about that specifically. I just heard the, you know, the podcast, but that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Why he wouldn't like those? And what's the alternative? Just like random plays? Like why would those be better? You know, well, isn't I mean, it, Jeff and I were talking about this. Every play is scripted throughout the entire game. It just, they're just saying to you, "This is the primary target we want to go to." If it well, breaks down, you've got to figure out something else anyway. Right. I mean, it's the order of the plays, right? These right. are the plays we're going to run in order, and you know, not that there's not any flexibility with that, right? I'm sure when Stefanski, Kevin Stefanski designs plays and he's got his first third down call. It's third and manageable, right? So if they're in third and 22, he's not calling that. Or it's third and one, he probably doesn't call the play, the pass play that he had in mind, right? So there's certainly flexibility within that script. But it, to me, it just makes sense to practice specific plays that you control, right? At the beginning of the game, you control the situations, right? You're not down 10 points. You're not down 15. You're not in a two-minute situation. Like, you control those plays. If we want to run, we want to run. If we want to pass, we want to pass. So – I think it just makes sense. It gives guys, the rest of the team, not only his quarterback, it gives them something to practice, something to go over in their head, visualize, okay, this is how this beginning of the game's going to start. And, and I get Watson's point that he tends to get better as the game goes on and, you know, when things become a little more off schedule. But to me, you should just, those plays should help you. Having that script should help. And, I mean, if that's an area that he needs to get more comfortable, that's fine. Um, but I can't imagine. Kevin Zafanski and Ken Dorsey saying we're not going to script and nobody in the building knows what the third play call the game is like that. That's not how it works in this league. Scott Petrak joining us. Uh, Albert Breer from SI made some comments about 
Alex Van Pelt and being the glue guy on the staff and folks on the staff were stunned because the team went 11 and six, you know, with all of the situations that we've all gone over time and time again on the offense. And, and I, I look at it and I think, okay, sometimes new, new set of eyes, new voice, all that stuff. I, I get it, Scott, but it seems like they got rid of one guy who was a backup quarterback in the NFL and then mainly a quarterback <laughs> coach and an offensive coordinator, but not calling a lot of plays. To another guy who was a backup quarterback in the NFL and then mainly a quarterback coach and then not calling a lot of plays in his coaching career. They, they just kind of, of, of flopped it out, didn't they? Yeah, and there's certainly a lot of similarities in the resumes. There's no, there's no argument there, Jeff. Um, you know, I think, I think it's timing, right? You look at all the coordinator changeover in the league, and we might have talked about this last week, but it's a ton. Like, there's more coordinator turnover than there's head coaching turnover, yeah. which is stunning. Um, and I think a lot of it is just situation. A lot of it is feel at the moment. And, you know, I agree. I, I'm sure Albert is right when he says Van Pelt was a glue guy. You know, everybody I talked to really liked Van Pelt. I mean, Kevin Stefanski today, you know, his only real comments on it were, you guys know how I feel about AVP, right? So he was a guy that everybody liked. Um, you know, I like dealing with him. So I think there is an element to that. And I get the – Hey, they won 11 in six, right? So why, why the changes? Like, I understand that sentiment. And I think each, each coach is different, right? T.C. McCartney's contract is up, and he's a young guy, and they thought they could make a move. And, you know, they wanted to bring in Tommy Reese. Um, you know, some Mitchell, they knew Deuce Staley was out there. You know, some Mitchell had been here five years. They wanted to make a change. I don't think those are necessarily connected to AVP. The AVP one's interesting, but even within that, you say – okay, Ken Dorsey has more experience working with quarterbacks who run the ball. And how much of that, you know, how much running Deshaun Watson will do coming out the shoulder injury remains to be seen, but that's a part of his game. And Ken Dorsey's worked with Cam Newton when he was an MVP. He's worked with Josh Allen when he was almost an MVP. And I think there is value in that. And I think the Browns saw that. And they're looking to expand the repertoire on offense. And I think they thought, okay, well, we kind of maximize what you could do with Van Pelt. Let's try somebody else. All right. So and we talked about the play calling thing and just trying to figure out when it's all said and done, what's this thing going to look like? And I, I thought that he did a nice job of saying it doesn't really matter who calls plays. When this thing is all said and done, how's this going to look? What do you think? Yeah, I don't know that answer, and I'm trying to – figure it out and I'm you know nobody's telling anybody right um because I guess Stefanski made that clear um very clear in the beginning right uh, yeah. by the way in case you didn't know it's February 5th right my gut is that if Dorsey were calling the plays and that's something they agreed to in the hiring process then why not say it right now so I think the longer it goes with uncertainty means Kevin Stefanski is going to call the plays I don't know that nobody's told me that it's just how I kind of would see it go. It reminds me, you know, I think it might have been 2020 when Kevin Stefanski got hired. He delayed that. He wouldn't say who was going to call the plays then, if I'm remembering correctly. I know we've asked him. I know it comes up every year. But there's a time, and I think it was that first year, Kevin, you're going to call plays. I you know, remember being at the combine and not getting an answer, and it went on and on until we finally got, I'm going to call the plays. And I think something would have to happen for him to change his mind and give that up. And maybe it's as simple as 
hey, you're around Ken Dorsey for the next five months and you're really impressed and you say, okay, I'm ready to turn it over to him. But I think Stefanski's default is to keep that role. One thing I think, Scott, everybody who gets fired up about it needs to remember, I think Kevin did a really nice job of that. And just for the sake of argument, three of the four teams that made it to the conference championship games had head coaches who called the offensive plays. It's not out of the norm, you know? Oh, it's not at all. And, you know, I know that there's plays that people can point to most games and certainly every season. I think overall Stefanski's done a good job calling plays in his four years. I think he did his best job calling plays this year. And I think that's the proof is 11-6 and six in winning games with four different quarterbacks, including – P.J. Walker and Dorian Thompson-Robinson. And, and then, you know, Joe Flacco fresh off the couch. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think people should be worried if Stefanski calls, calls plays. I think it would be a bigger adjustment if Dorsey called plays. Now, he's got some experience doing it. The Bills had the number two offense with him calling the plays in 2022. So, you know, I think you can look at it either way and go, they'll be fine. But I, I think if I were – as a Browns fan, I think I would be more comfortable with Stefanski staying in that role because we've seen it work and we've seen it be successful as recently as this season. Scott Petrak joining us. Covers the Browns for the Chronicle Telegram, brownszone.com. Andy and I did our positional breakdowns today. We looked at the offensive line. Uh, the crew's coming back intact. Everybody who started last year is under contract. He reserves under contract. Jaron Christian is not. Nick Harris is not. But – our, our big conclusion was this. If everybody's healthy, you have three guys who are basically starting tackles. What do you do there, Scott? Because you, you have Conklin, who, if he's healthy, you want to play him. Dewan Jones, who shows that he deserves to play in the NFL level and could be really good. And Jed Wills, who is under contract for another year with a first-round draft choice. Three guys, two spots. How's that play out? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, I'm fascinated to see how it plays out. To me, the two big issues are Jack Conklin's making a ton of money, so you can't get rid of him despite you know the injury history. And he's had major injuries, I think it's three of the last four years, right? And he's getting up there. He's not ancient, but you know he's probably 30. Um, 
He is. Can you count on him for a whole season? Right. So can you count on him for a whole season? I I don't know if you can. Having said that, nobody's. If you you know, he's not going to retire, as far as I know. So he's coming back. You're going to have to pay him, in which means you're going to have to start. Um, You're right about Dewan Jones, and you're not doing anything with Dewan Jones. You draft him in the fourth round. He's making no money. He looks like he can play at this league. You know, play at a high level in this league. So then you had the Jedrick Rill situation, and, you know, I, I think they went into this season thinking Jedrick Rill is going to be long-term answer for them at left tackle. I don't think anything he did this year changes, except you got a young guy in Dewan Jones, and now it looks three for two. So I don't know how that plays out. I could envision a scenario where they trade Jedrick Rills and move Dewan Jones to left tackle and hope Conklin stays healthy at right tackle and then have a backup plan at right tackle, um, that seems viable. If not, then you have three guys for two spots, and that doesn't work in this league. So something's going to have to change, and it feels like Wills is the guy where they might have some flexibility and might be able to move him. Um, so, I, you know, that's how I kind of long-term look at it. I don't know if that's how it's going to play out, but I certainly think something needs to be done at that spot. All right, Scott, here comes your fun question of the week. Ready? <clears throat> so yeah. – we're a year into legalized gambling in Ohio, and now the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. How much – the two questions then here. One, how much has it changed – I don't know that it's changed your world, but how much do you think yeah. it's changed the world around us that we live in right now mm-hmm. in Ohio? And then two, did you ever think you'd ever see a Super Bowl in Vegas? Uh, the answer to the second one is no, just because the league was so I know adamant about it, right? I mean, right. it wasn't that long ago where they sued Tony Romo, right, for having the or whatever they did. Fantasy. It was fantasy. Yeah. It was fantasy. Yeah, right. Yeah, and did they sue him or fine him or whatever they did? They did something to Tony Romo. Uh, they stopped um, him from doing something. I think is what. It, yeah. So I mean, that wasn't that long ago, and it was a fantasy football thing, right? Now it's full on gambling, and you can bet in real time all of it. Um, as far as change the world around us, I, I, I think it's really interesting because you know, I like to gamble, and I haven't actually I have not made any sports bets since it's been legal. Um, but I know a ton of people who have, and I always figured, well, you could just bet whenever, right? You could find a bookie, you could find illegal online, you could go to Vegas, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You could drive to Pennsylvania, new guys who do that. But what surprised me is the number of people that, because it's legal, have started doing it. Right. I thought, well, I don't know if that makes a difference. Right. Because you can always gamble some way. But I know plenty of guys that as soon as it became legal, that's something that's kind of their daily part of their daily routine. And it doesn't have to be big money. But, you know, I'll bet five bucks there, five bucks there, just whatever. And some of it's future, some of it's the prop bets. So I'm kind of surprised at how widespread it's become. And now it's the Super Bowls in Vegas. So get ready. Who do you like? I like Kansas City. I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, you know, the fact that they met a few years ago in the Super Bowl, I think adds a lot to it. I think San Francisco's good, um, really good. But the Kansas City's better on defense than it has been in a long time. We saw that against the Ravens. I think they'll get enough key stops, and Patrick Mahomes will make enough big plays. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the Super Bowl, my friend. Thanks, fellas. Scott Petrack. Joining us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, you can go read all of his work at brownszone.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.